This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Coming up on 5-Minute News... U.S.-trained Afghan commandos being recruited by Russia. Elon Musk seeks to charge for Twitter verification. And affirmative action in question as Supreme Court weighs in. It's Tuesday, November 1. I'm Anthony Davis. Afghan Special Forces soldiers who fought alongside American troops and then fled to Iran after the US withdrawal last year are now being recruited by the Russian military to fight in Ukraine, according to three former Afghan generals. They said the Russians want to attract thousands of the former elite Afghan commandos into a foreign legion, with offers of steady $1,500 a month payments and promises of safe havens for themselves and their families so they can avoid deportation to what many assume would be death at the hands of the Taliban. They don't want to fight, but they have no choice, said one of the generals, adding that the dozen or so commandos in Iran with whom he had texted fear deportation most. The Russian recruitment follows months of warnings from US soldiers who fought with Afghan special forces that the Taliban was intent on killing them and that they might join with US enemies to stay alive or out of danger with their former ally. A congressional report in August specifically warned of the danger that Afghan commandos trained by US Navy SEALs and Army Green Berets could end up giving information about US tactics to the Islamic State group or Russia or fight for them. It's unclear how many Afghan Special Forces members who fled to Iran have been courted by the Russians, but about 400 commandos are considering offers. Many fear deportation and are angry at the US for abandoning them. Billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk is already floating major changes for Twitter and faces major hurdles as he begins his first week as owner of the social media platform. Twitter's new owner fired the company's board of directors and made himself the board's sole member, according to a company filing on Monday with the Securities and Exchange Commission. He's also testing the waters on asking users to pay for verification. A venture capitalist working with Musk tweeted a poll asking how much users would be willing to pay for the blue checkmark that Twitter has historically used to verify higher-profile accounts so other users know it's really them. Critics have derided the mark, often granted to celebrities, politicians, business leaders and journalists as an elite status symbol. But Twitter also uses the blue check mark to verify activists and people who suddenly find themselves in the news, as well as little-known journalists at small publications around the globe, as an extra tool to curb misinformation coming from accounts that are impersonating people. 
The First Amendment campaign group PEN America said that the platform must not allow disinformation, the deliberate distribution of false information, to flourish ahead of the midterm elections on the 8th of November. Suzanne Nossel, the organization's chief executive, said she would look for signs that Musk is willing to learn the intricacies of a platform used worldwide with sometimes life-or-death consequences. Angelo Carasone, the president of US media watchdog group Media Matters, feared the ownership change will radically transform the current information landscape, adding he too was deeply concerned the change was happening just days before the midterm elections. Having taken ownership of the social media service, Musk has invited a group of tech world friends and investors to help guide the San Francisco-based company's transformation, which is likely to include a shake-up of its staff. The survival of affirmative action in higher education appeared to be in serious trouble on Monday at a conservative-dominated Supreme Court after hours of debate over vexing questions of race. The most diverse court in the nation's history, among the nine justices are four women, two black people and a Latina, is weighing challenges to admissions programs at the University of Northern Carolina and Harvard that use race among many factors in seeking a diverse student body. The court's six conservative judges all expressed doubts about the practice of positive discrimination which has been upheld under Supreme Court decisions reaching back to 1978. The court's three liberals defended the programs, which are similar to those used by many other private and public universities. Getting rid of race-conscious college admissions would have a destabilizing effect that would cause the ranks of black and Latino students to plummet at the nation's most selective schools, said Solicitor General Elizabeth Prologar, representing the Biden administration. Following the overturning of the half-century abortion precedent of Roe v. Wade in June, the cases offer a big new test of whether the court, with its 6-3 conservative edge, will sharply steer the law to the right on other cultural issues that conservatives have had in their sights for years. The questions the justices offered further laid bare the stark ideological divisions on the court in an era of intense political polarization in the country. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate. Delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news daily. This is Peter. And this is Tom. We want to tell you guys a little bit about our podcast. Tom and I met in college, became best friends, and then teachers almost 20 years ago. Sometimes school just does not allow us to elaborate on the topics that we find interesting, like the real shark attacks that inspired the movie Jaws, or the real historical context to Indiana Jones artifacts. Where does cereal come from? Or are zombies real? Does Ben Franklin really deserve to be on a $100 bill? On our podcast, just like in our class, there are no stupid questions. 
Just two friends having a lighthearted conversation about history, pop culture, and the context of current events. Listen to History Teachers Talking Podcast from Evergreen Network, anywhere you get your podcasts. 